Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Woodrow's Wishlist NBA Talk Podcast. I'm Evan Woodson. And in uh, this two-segment podcast, uh, the first segment will come out today, the second segment will come out tomorrow, I'm going to break down the uh, Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. I'm going to talk about the eight playoff teams I've selected from both of those conferences, and I'm going to talk about three teams on the bubble I have for both those conferences as well. Uh, So I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to start in the Western Conference, uh, and then tomorrow I'll go to the Eastern Conference. So my uh, rankings right now for the uh, Western Conference, I've jumped back and forth quite a bit between this. Um, You know, I've put a lot of thought into this, taken a lot of notes. Right now I have number one, Golden State Warriors, number two, Los Angeles Lakers, number three, Houston Rockets, number four, OKC Thunder, number five, Utah Jazz, number six, Denver Nuggets, number seven, New Orleans Pelicans, number eight, San Antonio Spurs. And then the three teams I have on the bubble, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Dallas Mavericks. So let's start with the number one seed, uh, the Golden State Warriors. You know, not a lot to be talked about here. Uh, You know, they keep pretty much all their starting lineup. You know, they lose some guys off the bench. You know, they will have a weakened bench, I think, from last year. But, you know, you got a guy like Jonas Drekbo. He's going to be good come off the bench. You get another year of Jordan Hill, which I think is important. You know, he showed a lot of versatility. Uh, you know, he's also showed a lot of youth. But I think that he's going to come back. He's going to have a good good year for them this year. Uh, expect to see some big things from him coming up this year. And, you know, the uh, signing of DeMarcus Cousins, uh, the rich only get richer. Now, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, with DeMarcus Cousins. He's had a lot of problems in the past, a lot of suspensions, a lot of technical fouls. Uh, you know, him and Draymond, we'll have to see what happens with them playing together. But, you know, the Baltimore Ravens are just so good at integrating guys, or sorry, the Golden State Warriors, uh, as I'm currently watching the uh, football game right now, uh, the Golden State Warriors are so good at integrating pieces into their team, and I think they're going to be able to do that with DeMarcus Cousins. Now, if he comes back as their third or fourth option, and he comes back healthy from that injury, you know, there are a lot of question marks with DeMarcus Cousins and his injury, but, you know, if he comes back from this injury ready to go and healthy, um, you know, I think it's just, it's going to be too much for anyone else to handle. This team is going to be on a path for another championship. Very solid team, you know. They keep Curry, they keep Clay, they keep Durant. I think this is going to be the last year of Golden State as we see it. Uh, I think people should expect a lot of movement in the offseason. Um... But for right now, they're the cream of the crop. They're the champions. Everyone needs to be mindful of this team. This is the team. You know, this is the team I think will go back to the conference, to the finals. Uh, you know, they should be the prohibited favorite. We'll have to see what happens, obviously. You know, injuries. You know, Clay hasn't been healthy. Steph hasn't been healthy. Durant's been struggling with his own injuries. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with Draymond and Boogie. But barring major injury or suspension or anything like that, this is the best team in basketball by far. They add arguably the best center in basketball. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Uh, the number two seed, the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, you know, I know this is a bit of a stretch. A lot of people might disagree with this. Um, you know, the Lakers haven't been in the playoffs in five years. But they get the best player in basketball. 
And, you know, LeBron can make up for a lot of things that people lack, that teams lack. You know, he's just that sensational of a player. And he's got a good squad around him. He's got a, a way better squad, I'll argue, than in Cleveland. You know, he's got Brandon Ingram, who I think is going to be the frontrunner for MIP this year, most improved player. He's going to have a sensational year. You know, you got young guys like Kyle Kuzma, Alonzo Ball, Josh Hart. Those guys are all going to be sensational this year. And LeBron's only going to make them better. I think they have the best te- best bench in basketball. You know, lots of veterans, guys like, um, you know, Rondo, Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, Lance Stevenson. You know, they have a guy like Josh Hart, Mo Wagner. This, this bench goes down the list. It's very deep. They're going to be ready to go. And LeBron, with this squad, I think this is going to be the right fit for them. And I think this is going to be their best chance to take down Golden State. I know a lot of people want to surround LeBron with shooters. I like the, I like them the, the way they are set up. And I think that this team is going to be able to go very deep. You know, they got a lot of nice youth, a lot of good playmakers. A guy like Rajon Rondo, he can take the ball in LeBron's hands and not tire him out so much. And I think that's going to uh, that's going to help them out, help them in the long run. And this is going to be a team that you're not going to want to see in the playoffs. The number three seed, the Houston Rockets. Now I know they were pretty much a Chris Paul injury away from making the finals last year, but you know, I'm not I'm not liking the Carmelo Anthony. I know everyone. You know, is on the Carmelo Anthony train. I'm not a fan of Carmelo Anthony. I do not think he makes your team better whatsoever. We saw it in OKC. You know, watching the playoffs in OKC, I thought that, you know, OKC would have been a lot better without Carmelo. And I still believe that to be the case. You know, I know he's going to be with his, his one of his best friends, Chris Paul. But I just, I don't really like the fit of Melo. You know, he's already saying he's not going to come off the bench. You know, we'll see what happens. I do, and you know, they lose Trevor Ariza, they lose Mukba Mute, those were two big pieces last year, uh, you know, and I know I like the additions of uh, Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight, which I think will bring some stability, Marquise Chris is kind of another version, a younger version of Ariza and Mukba Mute, uh, you know, he's very athletic, good defender, I think, I think it'll be beneficial for them to pick him up, and you know, I still think Houston's going to be very good, I would not be surprised to see them in the finals at all. But I still like the Lakers, and I like the Warriors just a little bit better than I like the Houston Rockets. Now the four seed, OKC. I've I've gone back and forth, tossed back and forth between OKC and Utah. I don't really know which one team I like a little bit better than the other. I'm going to go with OKC. Now I know what happened in the playoffs last year, and their season was really up and down. Uh, you know, they do gain Andre Robertson back. This defense with Robertson and uh, Paul George, Steven Adams, Russell Westbrook, Jeremy Grant, probably their starting lineup. This defense is going to be absolutely sensational. They're going to be able to switch on pretty much everything. They're mobile. They'll be able to rebound the ball. They're going to hound ball handlers. This defense is going to be special. I think they're going to be the best defense in the league. Uh, you know, look for Andre Robertson and Paul George to be defensive players of the year. Uh, you know, and then Steven Adams for me is just, he's just so sensational. There's not enough that can be said about Steven Adams. He cannot be guarded. They're going to turn to smash mouth basketball, you know, and against a team like the Golden State Warriors, this could be pretty big. Um, you know, Golden State's not a very physical team. Smash mouth basketball could be the way to go, uh, you know, so we'll have to see what happens, but I'm really liking what I'm seeing from OKC coming in. You know, they get a guy like Dennis Schroeder. He's going to be really good off the bench. He's going to be one of the guys um, off the bench that's going to be one of the best players coming off the bench. Um, So expect to see some big things from him. 
Uh, you know, and then, you know, they, they pick up Nerland's Noel, another great guy um, coming off the bench. They're going to be big. They're going to be physical. This team's going to be ready to go. It's going to rely on their defense. You know, their bench wasn't great. Their bench got a little bit better. You know, they don't have Mello, and, you know, Mello was a big problem for them last year. I feel like I just thought they would have been a lot better without him. Now he's not on the roster. Let's see what Billy Donovan can do. I'm expecting big things out of Billy Donovan. Uh, so hopefully, you know, they can put it together, and I'm really liking what I'm seeing from OKC. I think they're going to be able to compete with some of the best teams in the West. And then the Utah Jazz, you know, you saw them last year and what they were able to do, you know, the ball movement, the defense. This is a very good team. This is a very good unit, extremely well coached, one of the best coaches in the NFL or NBA. Um, you know, they have a guy like Donovan Mitchell. One more year of Donovan Mitchell. He's going to be a stud. He's a top 10 MVP candidate for me. He's going to be knocking on the door of greatness. He's going to be about 25 points per game this year. So it's, it's going to be all kind of on the shoulders of him and what he's able to do. But I'm expecting big things from him. Uh, you know, and then they got a guy like an improved bench. You know, you have, now you have Dante Exum and uh, Alec Burks, who you kind of thought were just out of the league. And, you know, they were amazing in the playoffs last year. And if those two guys can play good, you know, Drake Crowder, they'll have one of the best benches in the league. This team is going to be just going to rely on defense and moving the ball and then Donovan Mitchell to get them points when they need it. This is going to be a very dangerous team that no one's going to want to see in the playoffs. And then the sixth seed, I know, might be a little bit of a surprise to most people, the uh, Denver Nuggets. But I love this squad. I'm a huge Jokic fan. I think Jokic, Jokic is going to take a big step this year. He's going to be a, he's I have him for a third team All-Star. I think he's going to compete for an All-Star spot this year. Uh he's going to be sensational. He's such a good passing big man. They have a very underrated backcourt in Jamal Murray and uh Gary Harris. This team can score. They can get up and down the court. You know, it's a mile high city. They'll they're going to get up and down the court. They're going to shoot threes. You know, you bring the best guy off the bench in Isaiah Thomas, and if he can get back to all-star form, this Denver team is going to be scary. You know, they're going to they're going to the defense is a little bit of a question. They're going to put up a lot of points on people. You know, you have a guy like Paul Millsap as well. You know, you got a good bench. This team is going to be very dangerous, and they're going to be put, they're going to be able to put up a lot of points. I'm really excited for what I can see out of Jamal Murray this year. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. And this Denver team is going to be scary. Now the seventh seed, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. You know, I've kind of gone back and forth if I think the Pelicans are going to be a playoff team. And I've decided that they are. You know, I think Anthony Davis will be the second best player in basketball, maybe even the best player in basketball next year. He's just that level of a talent, which is going to, if he can stay healthy, it's going to allow them to, to, you know, reach the playoffs again this year. You know, your bench gets a little better. You add Julius Randle. That's a great pickup for him. You know, I know they lose Boogie, but they didn't have Boogie in the playoffs last year, and you saw what they did. This is a strong team. You know, you lose Rondo, but you bring in Alfred Payton, who's a little bit younger. This is going to be a very scary team. You know, and it's all going to rely on Anthony Davis, but I think that Anthony Davis is just that good that the Pelicans are going to be able to make the playoffs this year. I think Julius Randle, he's going to compete for a six-man of the year this year, and that's going to be something to watch out for. This is a team that no one's going to want to face in the playoffs as well. And then San Antonio Spurs. Uh, You know, last year they made the playoffs without Kawhi Leonard, and now they have DeMar DeRozan, an all-star, a great player, 
a great mid-range player. You know, him and LaMarcus Aldridge, that's a very interesting tandem. They got a great bench. They have the best coach in basketball still. One of the best benches in the NBA. And I just think they're such a cohesive unit. I'm really looking forward to what I see out of Jakob Pertl this year. Uh, this is going to be a very good team. I think they're going to snag the eight seed just based on DeRozan, LaMarcus, the bench, the cohesiveness. I think you're going to see another year of uh, DeJounte Murray. This kid's get only getting better, and he's only going to continue to get better. This team will be ready to go, um, and this is a this is a team I'm very looking forward to watching. I, you know, I love Greg Pop. I think that they're going to be ready to go. They're going to be competing, and uh, this is a team that no one's going to really want to face. Now, my three bubble teams I picked for this year are the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Portland Trailblazers. And the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I'll start with the Timberwolves. You know, I know that last year they came in. They get bringing Jimmy Butler. Everyone's very high on them. I was high on them. You know, they looked great. Jimmy gets hurt. They they don't do too well. I just think that the East, the West is so stacked. You know, I know Carl Anthony Towns is a, an amazing player, but his defense is still a question. He's unhappy in Minnesota. Jimmy's unhappy in Minnesota. Their bench isn't very good. And honestly, with, with the way the West is going, I think a lot of it comes down to bench play. Minnesota does not have a good bench. You know, I know Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns are great players. Wiggins has definitely took a, taken a step back, and he's still adjusting. I just think that if any of these any of these teams have to get left out, Minnesota's the first team I turn to. They're, they're, they're still a great team. They're going to push for an, for an eighth or seventh seed, but I just think they're going to come a little bit short. Uh, so that's, you know, Tom Thibodeau is not getting the most of his guys. And unfortunately for Minnesota, they're going to fall short of the playoffs this year. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Um, you know, the CJ Dame, they were amazing last year in the coming in the regular season, losing the playoffs, get swept pretty easily. Um, you know, it's just kind of CJ and Dame. I know they got a couple of pieces, but they're not ready to compete yet. Um, I don't think, and I don't think they're going to be doing be able to do much next year i just think that you know they're gonna hover around the ninth or tenth seed they're kind of just an average team uh you know they're not ready to compete yet and it's too bad um you know because cj and dame i think that team needs to get split up a little bit and uh you know one of those guys needs to get traded they're not going to be able to do much they're only going to get worse and with the west getting better this team is going to continue to get worse and uh which is unfortunate and then the uh, Dallas Mavericks, you know, this team I'm excited for. You know, Luka Doncic, they come in with Harrison Barnes, another year Dennis Smith. They're a young team. They're going to be able to attack it. They're just not quite ready yet. I really like them. I think they're going to be able to compete with any of these teams. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. You know, I'm really looking forward to Luka Doncic. I think he's going to be one of the best players in the NBA in a couple years. But, you know, they're not just not quite there yet. But uh, this team is going to be very fun to watch, and uh, they're on the come up. So thank you for listening to this edition of Woodrow's Wishlist, uh, the Western Conference Breakdown. Um, I'll be back tomorrow to talk some more about the Eastern Conference. Uh, once again, you can find me on Instagram at WoodrowThePlayer or on Twitter at Gringo Time. Feel free to message me, and have a great day.